0: and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome.
1: <clears throat> this is Gemma. I haven't spoken to anyone, so I'm clearing, clearing, clearing. Um, yes, it is exciting day. It's exciting time right now for me to be doing my podcast. It is my favorite time of the day. It's first thing in the morning. And it's not long after Christmas, but for me, and maybe for some others, uh, Christmas just continues. It continues. There's still presents under the tree. Uh, my daughter hasn't come home from her dad's yet, so she'll be coming home tomorrow, and we'll be having another Christmas. And I just love extending out the holiday. I love leaving the tree up. I love having more Christmas music. I love like just keeping that whole spirit experience of abundance alive. I, um, sometimes like I'll play Christmas music in other times of the year and I can feel the joy come up with it. It's so super cool. I just love it. And, uh, this year, um, one of the people I admire, Leonie Dawson, she spoke about getting all her Christmas together in, in November, in, was it November? And I thought maybe I'll try that next year, you know, like usually I like to get past something before I start the next thing. But if I dedicated November to preparing for Christmas, that could be really fun and less stressful than like, oh my gosh, did I cover my bases at the, you know, like when December comes after Thanksgiving, it's interesting, you know, like, and she's, um, she's a procrastinator kind of person from her own description, self-description, so if she can do it, I know I can do it. Um, it's just a focus, right? Because I tend to only focus on what is immediately in front of me. <sighs> mm. So today, um, I really want to talk about the fact that we do have things in our lives that tend to bring up certain frequencies that we don't we don't want to be in and maybe um it's a phone call or maybe it's a bill or um or maybe someone says something so these kind of events and if we are in um a conscious awareness that they happen and that they take us to a certain place it's really imperative and i'm doing this work with you let me tell you it's imperative that we undo the thought pattern that is holding those in place. And that is your thought pattern. It's, it's not someone else. No one else is doing anything to you. So we have to undo the thought pattern that keeps it in place. We have to get back to that core energy of serving the highest good of all, uh, loving what is, um, even though, you know, this happens, I love and accept myself unconditionally. Welcoming in the feeling and recognizing that there is an inner child or inner experience within us that's rising up to be heard because it felt it wasn't heard before. And let me give you an example. So, um, well, let me make up an example, basically. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. Like, okay. So, um, let's just imagine that I feel a sense of dread. Like this doesn't happen to me now, but maybe it did at one time, like a dread, like getting a phone call from a certain person. And you're like, Oh my God, you know, like, ah, and what is that dread from? Is there a feeling of expectation that something is going to be asked of you that you don't want to, you don't want to give now? Interesting, right? Because we all know these situations. It's no big deal if your neighbor calls and asks you for something because you can just say no. But if this person calls and asks you, you do not feel you have the ability, the wherewithal, the power, the permission to say no. And that is the disempowering fear of seeing their name on your caller ID because you know it is not within your power as it stands, as you've given your power away as this thought permeates, that you do not have permission or you do not have the power to say no to this person. So the feeling you have is not dread of that person. It's dread of your disempowerment of being able to meet that person in your power. Pretty cool, huh? It's really cool. So we have to be able to um, step forward and be courageous. And this is crazy. And I, I'm sure there are much more eloquent speakers on this subject. But for me, when I recognize that I've given my power away, then I have to be willing to step back into my power, even though I have a story that it'll hurt that person, even though it might embarrass me, even though I might feel guilty. These are all things, even though it's not the pattern that I have been repeating for 30 years, even though, and the guilt that comes up, get this, this is what's super duper cool. So now it's almost like we're engaging warfare on ourselves. Basically, that's what it feels like. It's like, oh my God, this is like World War II in my body because now I'm fighting me. I'm fighting my own natural instincts for personal survival. My personal survival says, Don't answer the phone. If I do answer the phone, my personal survival says, Don't say no to this person. All right. And then I do say no to them. And then the guilt comes up, right? Or the shame. Just feel that for a second. You all know you have some experience somewhere that this is reminding you of. This inability to stand in your personal power in a certain experience. Okay. So now it brings up this guilt or shame or anger, you know, for some people that, that guilt might be represented by anger. Whoa, I'm doing a little releasing now too. Okay. So I'm going to have a sip of my yum, yum, yum drink. Mm. Oh my God. Drinking drinks that taste like Christmas. Oh my God. Okay. So this is where it gets interesting because now this guilt comes up and that guilt, I got to tell you is one step closer than the survival mechanism of disempowerment was. We're one step closer. So if you can feel the guilt, right? And what I'd like you to do when you feel that guilt or the anger or the shame or whatever it is, because you just engaged a, uh, a, a, um, a tactic that is contrary to everything you believe about survival, and the reason we do want to undo these is because we are 5d beings or higher and we do not want to live in a 3d world which is about survival we don't need to survive because we are indestructible we live beyond these bodies so we have to start letting go of this premise that we are we are dispensable destructible we are we are you know just like temporary. We have to get past that. There's no defense needed here. Okay, so you've engaged in saying no or whatever your whatever your contrary experience is, and now the guilt comes up. I want you to take a deep breath. And see, the cool thing is you can actually walk through this without having to walk through it because you can just relive it and your mind does not know the difference. That is the beautiful thing about these minds is we can do reprogramming without having to be in the throes of the experience. Although often I will say I do use the throes of the experience to retrain myself because, because I just do. I, I'm just like, why wait? Why do it afterwards? Why not just do it now while it's happening? That's me. All right. So now we have the guilt coming up. I want you to put your hand on your heart. Maybe it's anger. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's, uh, shame. Put your hand on your heart. And I want you to feel that feeling. And I want you to say that there is room for you. There is room for you. And you're focused on that feeling, whatever that negative feeling is, there is room for you here. Wow, let's say it a few more times because I can feel a lot of stuff moving and me just saying it, tears are starting to like percolate. I feel goosebumps on my back or some kind of weird energy movement. So I'm going to say it again. There's room for you here. There's room for you, anger. There's room for you, fear. There's room for you, guilt. Oh yeah, I feel it coming up. We don't have to know what this is about, people. All we have to do is give permission and let it be. Let it come up. Let it be released. There is room for you. When we say there's room for you, it is giving permission for presence. And I can feel it. Oh, I love this. There's room for you here, guilt. There's room for you here, shame. Yeah. Just feel it. Just allow it. I've got my hand on my heart. And I want you to say it with me. Why not? We're going to do this for a minute or so. Breathe. Don't forget to breathe. Anger holds breath. If we want to release, we have to breathe. We have to cry. We have to yawn. There's room for you here, guilt. Yeah. There's room for you here, Shame. There is room for you here, Anger. Yes. (sighs) That little person in you years and years ago did not have permission to express themselves, did not have permission to understand, did not have permission to let go, did not have permission to process. And so much was done at an unconscious level. And it's at this unconscious level now that I am crying and that I'm feeling and that I'm processing. I don't need to know what it was about. I don't need to write a story about it. And i got to tell you, even if you do that, it's very limiting. Because it may be something that you buried so deep that why, why write a story when you can just release all of it, right? And I want you to know that my nose is running. Tears are running. I love this. I love it. There is room for you here, shame. There is room for you here, guilt. And you know, when we're children and we, we store this, it shows up again and again. And how does it show up? Oh, I'm a bad parent. Oh, I could have done that better. Oh how can I be such a bad friend? How can I, how can I do this? You know, like, it it just shows up. It shows up. We're rewriting a story that we unconsciously created and stored as children or as young people. And you know what, we're going to let go of all of it. Little by little, I want you to recognize I had no idea I was doing this podcast on this, but I'm so grateful because Christmas and these holidays, they bring up stuff. They bring up the unconscious stuff because we're with people. We don't regularly be around that. We're part of those original stories often. (laughs) Go figure, right? Oh, Hand on the heart. There's room for you here, anchor. There's room for you here, embarrassment. There's room for you here, pity. There is room for you here, fear. There is room for you here, jealousy. Hmm, I'm just going through all of it, right? Uh, there's a woman, I can't think of her name right now. Oh my gosh. I can't think of her name. Anyway, she wrote a phenomenal book called get rich, lucky bitch. And she, um, Denise Duffield, that's her name, Denise Duffield. And she, um, she says that as she was doing her own personal healing around money, which is a lot of this emotional stuff, seriously, you may not realize that doing this type of emotional work will bring more abundance financially into your life. It's so super cool. And <clears throat> she would say often that she got to the point where, why, why just, why just do an exercise around something? If you are committed to to making a change, if you're committed to recognizing that you have a disparity in this area of your life that does not work for you. And in her case, she would notice it come up financially. In a lot of our cases, we notice it come up financially. There's a financial disparity here. (coughs) Sucking in my own spit. (coughs) So when we notice there's a disparity, what she said, her answer was just throw everything at it. and i love that throw everything at it do your eft do your walk in the park your nature your grounding your meditation your um what is this visualization do everything throw everything at it that is my gift for you today oh my goodness we did this little mini meditation you can do that anytime and i re- let me reemphasize this if you feel a negative in an area of your life, do this exercise. Feel into it and feel what happens if you did the opposite, if you did the contrary that is giving you that feeling. So if the feeling is if I eat this cookie, I'm going to feel guilty. I want you to imagine eating the cookie anyway or eat the cookie anyway and see what comes up. The guilt comes up. (sighs) Just really make space for that guilt. Say there's room for you here, guilt. (laughs) there's room for you here there's room for you you know like just go through that process and feel it there's room for you here anger because what's behind the guilt anger that I can't eat the cookie anger at the people who told me I'd get fat Mm. so take some time today to recognize where you're holding yourself separate from your power separate from the unconditional love and love it anyway this loving it oh this is going to make me cry too this loving, this this anyway, right, is unconditional love, and it is a beautiful form of forgiveness. This is the forgiveness. This is that forgiveness that couples unconditional love because when we love what is, we're forgiving ourselves for having a different thought about that at another time. You know, there's this mindset in three D that if I love this, that I'm condoning it. If I love my daughter when she does these behaviors, if I am accepting of it, then I'm condoning it. I think condoning is the word. I don't know. I'm saying it's okay. But in reality, what we're doing is we're forgiving ourselves for judging it in the first place. And it's time to stop judging the world around us. If you choose to live with the ego in the driver's seat, you're going to have a 3D experience. There's no way around it because the ego governs 3D. And what you want is a, a, is a, an experience through soul. And through soul, we have to choose to put spirit in the driver's seat. It is time. If you want to make that shift, spirit has to go to driver's seat. And if spirit goes into driver's seat, guess what? We can no longer be invested in these old stories we've written about the people and the experiences that we've had and about our own selves, our own bodies, our own wealth. We have to be able to forgive and let go. I'm doing a lot of crying. I want to keep talking because I want to keep crying. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? I love you all so much. And I am so grateful for you. And I'm so grateful for what you are bringing, you know, to this world. I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful for my daughter. I cry all the time around my kid. And it's out of appreciation and gratitude. I've been feeling so much immense love happening in my life and i'm so grateful i've been watching people around me tap into that amazing experience for themselves and watching abundance to show up it is magic we are meant to live abundant lives and it's been our our reason it's been our us us in the way of that abundance flow it's just been us in the way so stop being in the way just get out of the way and let it flow to you. It is amazing stuff. Oh my goodness. This has gone way over. Ah, And I forgive myself for that. (laughs) And I love you all so much. Thank you for letting me share with you my world, my life, and my definition and recipe
0: for happiness. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on that happiness show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at jemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.